presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look at the sky! Look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Superman! And now, Superman, champion of the weak and the oppressed, valiant fighter for truth and justice. Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who walks about among men disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered news reporter. As you remember, Kent and Professor Thorpe in the Daily Planet seaplane had flown in pursuit of Thorpe's ship, the Juanita, which they learned had sailed from Key West without the professor. When they found the ship, they were fired on by a cannon which had been wheeled up on deck, and Professor Thorpe, unconscious, had been knocked into the sea. Kent, as Superman, had rescued the professor and brought him aboard the Juanita. Captain Maddox, his head bandaged, explained his strange behavior by producing a telegram apparently signed by Professor Thorpe, ordering him to sail at once and to fire on any craft that might attempt to stop him. Certain that the false message was sent by somebody who wanted to gain possession of the professor's precious bathysphere, a new type diving bell invented by Thorpe for a study of deep sea fish, Kent and the professor were in their cabin, discussing the peculiar event, and they heard a tapping from the ship's hold below deck. They identified it immediately as Morse code for SOS, help. As our story continues today, Kent and Thorpe are rushing down the companionway to find the sender of the urgent message. Listen. Okay. Ken, this is the most amazing turn of events. Hurry, Professor. No time to talk now. Do you think someone is really being held prisoner in the hold? We'll know pretty soon. Let's hurry. Uh, here, here we are. Below deck. I'm not quiet. Listen. Happy has stopped. Oh, so it has. What do we do? Oh, I have to look around quietly. If someone is being held prisoner down here, we, we don't want to let the wrong people know that we're wise yet. Yeah. All right. We'll split up. We'll search the entire hole. Say, what's the matter with you, Ken? Hmm? What are you listening for? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all, Professor. Go on, you, uh, you take the forward end. Look among those boxes. And you? I'll look around here. All right, Ken. Call me. If you find anything. All right. I almost gave myself away that time. I was listening to something. Heavy, labored breathing. Seemed to be coming from behind that steel partition. Wonder if there's a door there. Yes, there is a steel bulkhead door. But it's locked. No time to bother looking for keys. I'll have to twist it apart. Now then. There, that did it. Twisted the hinges. Now to force it open. There we are. Great, Scott. There's a man on the floor, gagged, bound, and blindfolded. Better change back to Clark Kent and free him. All right, all right, take it easy, mister. I'll have you free in a moment. There you are. Feel better? I sure do. Thanks, son. Thanks a lot. Are you the man who was tapping out that SOS? Yeah. How did you manage to do it? Oh, my feet. Nothing else I could use tied up like this. Hey, but who are you? Where did you come from? I... Hey, where are you? Oh, did you find anything? Yes, right here, Professor. What? Bless my soul. Captain Mather. What? That's me, all right, Professor. But... But what are you doing down here out of uniform? And who tied you up like this? Oh, darn if I know, but I'll soon find out. You may later that, sir. But, Professor, 
This can't be Captain Maddox. We left Maddox on the bridge a few moments ago. Oh. He had a bandage covering his head and face. Me? On the bridge with my face bandage? Oh, no. I've been down here a night and a day, I reckon. Kent, what... What is this? Professor, are you certain this man is Captain Maddox? Of course it's Captain Maddox. But who is the man we spoke to on the bridge? The man with the bandaged head. I'm beginning to see now. Obviously, he's an imposter. That bandage was used as a disguise. Look here, Professor. you mind telling me what's going on here? And who is this young fellow? Captain, this is Clark Kent, the reporter. who's making the trip with us. How do you do, Captain? Uh, how are you? Uh, it's lucky we heard your signal on deck, isn't it? Uh, uh, tell us how you got down here. Well, I was standing in the starboard deck last night when Sparks, the radio operator, came by. Yes? First thing I knew, someone slipped up behind me and cracked me on the head, and everything went black. I came to us down here, dressed up like a horse. Why, the scoundrel, that mutiny. This job appears to have been very cleverly planned. Go on, Captain. That's all there is to it. Been trying to get free ever since. Now, suppose you tell me your side of the story, young man. Well, it's short but interesting. Captain Maddox, the man on the bridge of this ship has fooled the crew into thinking he's you. What? Just as he fooled us. Well, I'll be... Well, why would he do that? Who is he? Well, we don't know, but it looks like there's a plot afoot to seize the ship and the professor's bathysphere, Captain. Well, that's piracy, young fellow. Where is that masquerading devil? Let me get my hands on him. He must be on the bridge. Professor Thorpe, you've got to throw him in irons. Come on. I'm right with you, Captain. So am I. Let's go. As the three men race up the companionway stair to the deck, another scene is being enacted in the radio cabin, where Spark and Wolf Cleland, who has been masquerading as Captain Maddox, are plotting together. Listen. You see here, Wolf. What do we do now that the professor and his pals are on board? The only one thing to do. We'll have to get rid of them. Sure, but how? Don't worry. I'll find a way. There's too much money at stake to let go of it now. You bet. But we'll have to work fast. Yeah. I find Maddox down in the hole and tip off the crew as sunk. Say, maybe we ought to radio Escobar. Ask him what to do. He was going to call us, wasn't he? Yeah, he hasn't called yet. I've been at this machine all day and there hasn't even been a chirp out of it. Wait a minute. Somebody's calling us. It sounds like Escobar. I'll give him the go-ahead. SS-1 leader answering. Come in, please. SS-1 leader answering. Come in, please. Hello, Sparks. Escobar. Everything on the control? Come in. We got the ship, Pete, but Thorpe just came on board. What do we do? Come in. You dumb fool. What went wrong? Come in. He flew out after us. We took care of his plane, but the guy with him got up on deck. He fell for Wolf's telegram story, but he might get wise later on. Come in. Tell Wolf to put him out of the way. Most of them. Get rid of him for good. That's all for the present. I'll call you back later with more instructions. Signing off. Boy, Pete sounded plenty sore. Yeah, I heard him. Well, we'll have to go to work. Got your gun handy? Yeah. Holy smokes, look who's on deck. The professor and his pal. And Maddox. What do we do? Listen, they're coming after us, so let them come. As soon as they get inside, put your gun on them. Quiet. There they are, the rats. Come on, Kent, grab them. Look out, Captain. The radio operator has a gun. Stand back, you guys. Get your hands up or I'll shoot. Oh, no, you won't. I'll say that. Give me that. Sparks. Sparks. Look out, Kent. Kent, are you hurt? No, I'm okay. This man seems to have shot him. Oh, leave him be. Give me a hand. Give me a hand. All right. I got him. Better get on, fella. You don't have a chance. I'll say you're both dead first. Oh, yes, that's true. I can stop it, I say. Professor Thorpe. Let go of him, Kent. You too, Captain Maddox. I'll handle this man myself. Oh, 
pretty brave with that gun, ain't you, Professor? Yes, and I'll shoot you down like a dog if you try anything. Keep your hands up and get your back against the wall. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, nice work, Professor. But how did you get the gun? I dashed into my cabin when I saw the fight start. I thought a gun might come in handy. Ken, what happened to the radio operator? Uh, his, his revolver went off while I was wrestling with him. One of the bullets must have gone the wrong way. Well, let me have a look at him. Oh, Professor. Yeah, he's badly wounded. You'll need immediate attention. Get somebody to carry him to a cabin and dress his wound. Say, Professor. Kent, look here. What is it, Captain? There's tattooing on Spark's chest. It's an odd pattern. Here, look at it. What? Why, it's shaped like an octopus. Uh, it looks more like a map to me. Captain Maddox, did you say there's a map tattooed on that radio operator's chest in, in the form of an octopus? Yes. See for yourself, Professor. No. No, I, I, I'd rather not. Kent. Yes? Kent, op- open this other man's shirt and see, see if there's the same tattooing on him. Well, Professor, what's the matter? You look upset. Hey, Kent, do as I say. No, you don't. You'll get your hands off me. Sure, hold still. You remember I've still got this gun. Go ahead, Kent. Okay. Well, well, Kent, what do you find? You guessed right, Professor. The same identical tattooing. Oh. Both of them with the same map and the shape of an octopus. What does it mean, Professor? Take the bandages off his head and face. Yes, let's see what he looks like. Hold on, you guys. I'll pull him off myself. Huh. Well, Maddox... Surprised? It's Wolf Cleveland. Guess you never knew how much we resemble each other, did you, Maddox? Do you know this man, Maddox? Know him? There isn't a man that ever sailed the Caribbean Sea that don't know him. He's one of the worst crooks that ever polluted these waters. Oh, we're getting somewhere. Cleveland, what's the meaning of these tattooed maps? Why were you and the radio man trying to seize the ship? That's my business, brother. You better talk now, Cleveland, for your own good. Piracy on the high seas carries a stiff penalty. Well, if you really want to know, ask Professor Thorpe. He can tell you. He has a mind to... Professor Thorpe. Professor, is this man telling the truth? Do you know why your ship was stolen? What these maps mean? Yes. I think I do now, Kent. Oh, for heaven's sake, tell us. What's this all about? Kent, I have a confession to make. You may as well know the truth now. I've been sailing under false colors. Really? Just a moment, Professor. Is it Juanita? Come in. The radio. Someone's calling us. Here, here's the switch. Let me take that, Captain. Is S- this Juanita answering? SS Juanita. This is the SS Juanita. Come in, please. Hello, Spark. Escobar speaking. Have you taken care of Torp and the other ones? Come in. What does he mean? Throw the switch. Tell him yes. Ask him. Ask him what to do now. Yes, we took care of them. What do we do now? Listen carefully. Here are the new instructions for you and Cleland. Everything depends on how you carry them out. Make a careful note of what I am about to say. Mystery, dark and foreboding, hangs like a cloud over the Juanita. What is the meaning of the strange octopus-shaped maps tattooed on the chest of Wolf Cleland and the radio operator? And what connection have they with Pete Escobar, leader of the pirate gang? How much does Professor Thorpe know, and how much is he hiding behind a cloak of frightened silence? Tune in next time and follow the thrilling story of adventure on the high seas with Superman. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman! Up in the sky! Look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.